As always, it's my intention that this episode helps you to connect to your own higher self, that you listen and trust your own internal guidance, and that you have the courage to follow that guidance. Leave your ego at the door, set aside your mind, open your heart, and connect with the spirit. Allow yourself to experience the frequency of today's message. I'm Stephanie Zumwalt, and this is The Higher Self Connection. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm just going to log on to YouTube. We are live right now. There we are. Okay. We are live right now. This is the Higher Self Connection. I'm so happy that you're here joining me. Um, For those of you that follow my podcast, um, I'm live on YouTube right now, and um, it's uncomfortable. (laughs) So so bear with me. Um, Let's see how I can figure this out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning guys. I don't know a lot about, um, how this is going to work. Let's see. Okay. So, so we're live. Thanks for joining me. If you're catching me on the replay, Hey, I'm going to be live on my podcast from now on, on Tuesdays at 11 AM Pacific time. This is the Higher Self Connection, and those of you, um, you will be able to listen um, on the the streaming platforms that you normally do catch the episode. Um, I will have a a recording of this airing um, so that nobody's missing out. And at the last minute, let me just tell you, (laughs) it feels like um, the energy is it's time to step up like I feel like the collective a lot of us that have been on this journey for a while have been called to let go of your shit and step into the fullness of who you are Um, and that became clear over the weekend for me um, where the higher self urged me to start getting out there and having interactive, um, more interactive experience with the audience. And um, I've got to say that that scared me. <laughs> um, it was scary for me. And as soon as I noticed it was scary, I, I also noticed all of the ways that I've been holding myself back. And then I got angry. And then I was just like, okay, where's all the audacity? Because I need it. And so here we are, we're going to go live. And at the last minute when I was getting ready for this, I also heard that I was supposed to be streaming it on TikTok, (laughs) but (laughs) one step at a time. So (laughs) that may be happening in the future. It's not happening today. Um, So thanks for joining me. Um, I do see we have a few people watching. That's so exciting. You guys can go ahead. If you want to comment, please do. I'm watching on my phone as well. Um, because I can't see the comments on my on my screen. So um, comment, let me know who you are, what you're doing, how things are going, what your connection is with the higher self. This podcast <clears throat> is all about how to connect to the higher self. And the message that was delivered today 
was uh, you do not turn down, let's see, you don't turn up the noise from the higher self. Like you don't turn up the volume on the higher self. You turn down the noise of the distractions. And it's getting loud out there. And people are, I think, having a hard time um, figuring out how to really um, detach from the ego and what it has to say, um, the control that it places on us, the restrictions, and the louder it gets out there, um, the louder your ego is going to get. It's going to be scarier. It's going to make you feel um, like like it's like the world is really ending and and that may or may not be true <laughs> that may or may not be true um what i've learned is that the more that you detach from the ego and what it's telling you the more you can hear the higher self and the more the higher self is telling you that just listen to me just follow me i know the way i know when to move i know how to move you will be safe so that is my mission, is to help people realize that. And the way that I'm being brought to um, talk about that today is through your emotions. Um, people experience emotions and sometimes they don't even realize it. Um, or they don't understand what the emotion's trying to tell them. They just assume that you feel this way because of an external event that happened. This person did something, that person did something. Um, this, this circumstance happened, I lost my job, I, I lost a relationship. And it causes you to have a feeling. And the feeling is the indicator that you have a belief that's out of alignment with the higher self. So if you are feeling something that is uncomfortable, it's usually uncomfortable, um, if you go deep enough into that feeling, you will discover that you have a belief that is not aligned. It's, it's, it's not who you are. It's not, um, it doesn't define you. But as we, and I've talked about this before, but as we grow up, we are programmed. We're programmed by society. We're programmed by our parents, conditioned to believe certain things. And none of it's true. <laughs> Most of it's not true. <laughs> um, people talk about the matrix. The matrix is just widely held beliefs. Um, the collective believes certain things, a set of beliefs, and that forms the matrix. Um, so escaping the matrix is really shifting your belief system. And, and a lot of people don't even realize what they believe. A lot of people, um, it's unconscious, it's subconscious. It's, it's like a, a pattern, a record that just keeps playing over and over again in the background. And this belief system will create thoughts in your mind 
to support it and it creates emotions in your body and then it will it will also affect the behavior that you take so the path to the higher self for me was realizing that the emotions were telling me something they weren't torturing me although it, it felt like that a lot of times um and to detach from from whatever belief it was that was operating that or causing that emotion and also i'm just being i just <laughs> i just heard also um that they want me to make a make an announcement as well that i'm open to do the bqh sessions again the way that i found the higher self in 2019 is through um beyond quantum healing um once i became certified i started to have practice sessions and that's how i embodied or experienced the embodiment of the higher self for the first time um, I'm being called to offer that again for people to help you work through limiting beliefs, to help you work through core wounds, to help you um, balance your energy so that you can quiet the noise of the ego, so that it's not controlling you, it's not controlling your behavior, and then also to embody the higher self for yourself as well. So I want to make that clear. It, the link will be in the description at the end. Um, I'll edit this and put it in there so that you can connect with your higher self and you'll be able to ask questions um, and really kind of get to the root of what are the lessons, what is the experience that you came here to have, what are you meant to gain from that experience. So there we go, <laughs> doing, doing the BQH. Um, okay, so, so back to emotions. <laughs> back to emotions. Hold on. Let's get some water. So my path has been to detach from the ego through understanding the emotional experience that I'm having. So emotions can be, obviously, the ones that people recognize the most are like anger and fear. Those are the loudest. They are the most uncomfortable to experience. Um, and also shame and guilt. Um, but there's a range of emotions that happen on a daily basis that people don't even give attention to. In fact, a lot of people will do everything they can <laughs> to not feel their emotions because it's scary. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. It feels, it feels, it, it, it's, it's dark and depressing sometimes. And um, they, you know, people will fixate on other people's lives to bypass what they're feeling, you know, those people that like to gossip um, about what's going on with other people's lives instead of taking accountability for what's happening in their life. People will um, drink, um, do drugs. That I mean, I was a drinker. Um, they will be promiscuous. They will... Um, they will there are so many different ways. Um, they will do whatever it takes to bypass their emotions because it feels uncomfortable and you don't want to face it. And, and this is the thing. Um, you don't have to suffer when you explore your emotions. You don't have to. 
but it feels so personal because the ego is the one that's making it so personal. It is, it is, it feels like everything that happens is a personal attack um, because the ego cannot survive if you realize it's not. The ego will have to integrate um, once it realizes that it can't control you that way. Um, and the higher self is always asking you to see this from a different perspective, a perspective that is not so personal. But when something happens to us that causes us to have an emotion, we immediately feel like this person did something to us for the sake of only hurting us, not not because they're screwed up, not because they, you know, can't get their life together, um, not, not for any other reason, but they did it to you to make you feel what it is that you're feeling. And that, that's rooted, it can be rooted in um, your childhood, it can be rooted in, in um, personal relationships, um, it, it feels personal, it feels like a personal attack. But if you take the personal nature out of it, you would not have a response to it. So pe people can act the way that they act and it doesn't have to affect you emotionally because you know who you are. You know that you're not what the belief is telling you you are. So the emotion goes back to what is the belief that I must carry in order to believe this is true. Um, so for, for instance, anger. Anger can be any number of things. It can mean a, a number of things, but immediately we say, I'm angry. I'm so angry, right? And, but the anger could be a lot of different things. When you s step back from the anger for a moment, and this is, this is difficult, and I'm gonna admit that. <laughs> And it gets easier the more you do it. But if you can step back and just take a moment and feel, you know, allow it to be there without being impulsive, without like going off, without um, cre cre uh, reacting to that. If you can allow anger to be there for a minute and question it, like wh what are you trying to show me? What, what is this all about? Because, like I say, people can act however they act, and the only way it's going to affect you is because you feel like they've done it to you. Road rage is the perfect example of this. Like, when people get pissed off on the road because somebody cut over or didn't merge the right way or stopped short or whatever, you feel the reason why people have road rage is because they feel like they, that, that they're doing that to you. In order for that to be true, you would have to believe that that person has known you, has followed you, and has <laughs> deliberately targeted you and said, that guy, I'm going to get that guy. And, or that, um, that you're more entitled in some way or that they are more entitled. You would have to believe the worst in order for that to be true. And so then people react from that place and it gets scary and it's tough out there because you just don't know what people are thinking or what they're operating under. And, 
And um, so be careful. <laughs> but, but anger can show you any number of things. But usually anger is centered in a fear um, or an insecurity. Um, and oftentimes anger is causing, is calling for you to, um, set a boundary, you know, and I, not in the road rage example, but like with family members, we get angry because somebody may be poking us, needling us, um, you know, constantly like nagging at you or I'll use my son for an example. He's, he's so good at this. <laughs> He loves to poke at me, just, just, um, give me a razz, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but, um, I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but he will just like constantly like, um, make fun of me, be passive aggressive, joke, um, take things that I say and misconstrue them and like, and then, and then say it back to me, you know, just, just to get a rise out of me, you know, people like that. And it, and it makes me angry. I don't like it. And so that, in that moment, my emotion is calling for me to set a boundary with him and say, look, this is not acceptable. I can't, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to allow you to treat me this way. And then I have an opportunity if I don't set a boundary and I just get mad and I'm like, oh, I hate it when he does that to me. I hate it. It is, just makes me so angry and I don't set a boundary about it. Then I have an opportunity to look at it and be like, why am I not setting the boundary? Why am I not telling him not to do it? Why am I, why am I allowing him to do it? And then that goes back to, <laughs> that goes back for me in my belief system. It goes back to um, feeling guilty because Jack my son didn't um, have both parents growing up or I didn't feel like I gave him the right attention because my my wounds were so um, prevalent in my experience of parenting and so then I parent out of guilt because I didn't feel like I gave him the childhood that he deserved and so then I just let this stuff go and I let him walk all over me and that's a huge belief that a lot of single parents have um, and, but we don't recognize that in the moment, in the moment, we just recognize the anger. So when you're working with your belief system, the, the reason why you're having the, the emotions that you have is so that you can discover what is, what the belief is that's out of alignment with the higher self, because the higher self is not telling me, um, the higher self is never giving me emotions or feelings that are um, out of anger or frustration or fear. That's out of alignment with the higher self. The higher self wants me to look at that and say, you have a belief system here that's, that's not in alignment with me, with this version of me, the higher self. I hope that makes sense. Um... So when you're in those moments and you're feeling the, fear, the, the emotion, right? The, the key is to recognize that it's just a feeling. It's not who you are. 
but it's incredibly difficult in the beginning and it's going to take practice, but it gets easier with practice. And if it's something that in the moment it happened, you can take a step back and breathe through it, self-soothe, and then maybe journal about it afterwards or ask yourself afterwards, like, what is this trying to show me? What is the belief that I must carry that makes this true? And, and really evaluate that. Sometimes it can be, you know, like a betrayal. If, it, if, it, if the ego is trying to make the betrayal personal to you, that that person did this thing just to, just to hurt you, only to hurt you. That must believe that there there must be a belief that's linked to that 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 is um, cause it, that that says that you deserve this or that you're unworthy of love or that you're unworthy of trust or that you're unworthy of loyalty because if somebody's cheating on you or you found out that somebody cheated on you and you don't immediately see it as that's a reflection on their behavior like. First of all, it could be a lack of control of their desires. It can also be a reflection of their integrity. It can also be a reflection of their um, lack of character. That doesn't affect you. I mean, I, I know that it is. It's un- That's probably not a good example because <laughs> that does hurt and that does suck. But it's not, it doesn't, it's, it's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on who that person is. And yeah, there will be grief that goes along with getting through that. But it doesn't have to crush your spirit. It doesn't have to, it's not a reflection on who you are. It's a reflection on who they are. Um, so in these times right now, when we're having so much happening in the world, it feels like, and and it's scary, and we're focused on the fear, like what's happening next, and we want to try to stay informed, and we want to try to figure out um, how do we move forward, or what's coming next, what do I need to be prepared for? It's important to listen to the fear that's coming up in you, because the higher self does not, it's not experiencing that. It is, it knows exactly what to do and when to do it, but you can't hear it if you're so focused on the fear. And sometimes these emotions that come up only need your awareness for them to subside, for them to go away. Sometimes you don't need to go all the way back to the belief. Sometimes you can allow the emotion to be there. You can witness it, observe it, recognize that it's not you, and allow it to move through. Other times, it will be a constant thing in your life. 
it will be one thing after another reminding you of this feeling. And in those instances, you want to try to get to the bottom of the belief that you must carry in order for that to be true, in order for this feeling to be here, in order for these thoughts to be true, in order for you to be having this experience, because your belief is what creates your reality. A lot of people don't know that they have the belief that they're unworthy or they're not good enough. The ego sometimes will shift and be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the shit. I'm the, I'm the queen bee. I'm the boss. But that's just inflated to cover up the feeling of unworthiness. The most cocky people that you meet, the most arrogant people that you meet are the most insecure. And you can... You can pretend and you can put on a good show, you can put on a good face, a good mask, but at the end of the day, it's temporary. You won't be able to find peace, happiness, ultimate peace and happiness. It'll always be conditioned on how others perceive you and receive you, and that's temporary because at some point you're going to be alone and you're going to have to look at yourself live with yourself. The coping mechanisms are not going to work forever. So really evaluating what it is that you feel and not being afraid to. Recognizing that other people are living their life and a lot of times, most of the time, they are not thinking about how it affects you. They're not concerned with that at all. A lot of times people are just trying to get their own needs met through you. They're not concerned with how it's going to affect your experience. And that doesn't make it okay. But that's when you have a good value system, right? That's when you start to value yourself more than anything else. More than needing somebody to love you, more than needing somebody to like you or approve of you or validate you or understand you. When you start putting yourself first and, and putting, putting your value in front of everything else, it doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what they think of you. It doesn't matter what you, how you, you know, it doesn't matter. Someone cheats on you and you're like, yeah, okay, well, thanks for showing me who you are. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> and, and that's it. And there's no story. There's no conversation. There's no narrative. It's I'm shutting this door because you are not healthy for me. Because I know what feels healthy to me. Right? And we are being called right now to really step into that. To really own that. Our value. It's getting to the point now where the slightest misalignment <clears throat> needs to be resolved in my life immediately. Like I can't, I can't let, I can't bypass stuff. I can't just let stuff go. Like that fear of, of being seen or that fear of being um, out there. I, I can't, it will burn me up inside. And I know a lot of people are experiencing this right now. 
Like it's time. It's, you know, we, we talk about purpose. What's our purpose? Why are we here? It's to remember who you are. You're not the ego. You're not this set of beliefs. You're not this set of, of wounds. You're, that's not who you are. You're spirit. You're spirit. You're, you're a spirit having a human experience. And, and you need to remember that right now. That is why you're here. That is your purpose, to remember that. Because we all came to this life at this time to help raise the frequency. Because humanity was going in the wrong direction. And we all know it now. We can all see it now. We're starting to see it, I hope. And those of us that have been going through these painful ego deaths, one right after another, we are the ones that are here to help raise the frequency because every time we come through one of those ego deaths and it's so freaking uncomfortable, we bring our own shadow to the light. We raise our frequency. We come more into unconditional love. And that frequency has an impact on people far and wide. You will never understand how many people you're impacting by doing the work on yourself that you're doing and that you're being called to do. But people are getting distracted. People are getting caught up in other communities that I want to talk about um, things like what's going to happen October 4th, um, you know, what was supposed to happen on the 23rd, what's going to happen, you know, like uh, people are getting so caught up in what's going to happen. And and the, in, in the spiritual community too, people that are not doing the work to to go through these ego deaths or integration um, because it never really dies. It's always a, it's always a balance. Um, the people that are not doing that work and are only focused on conspiracies and, and the idea that there's going to be some event that's going to change it all for you without having to do the work, They're not raising their frequency and they're misleading you into thinking that there's going to be some external thing that's going to save you. Same with manifestation. The reason why people want manifestation is because they want to get out of what they're feeling right now and what you're feeling right now is what you're meant to experience so that you can transmute it yourself. So the work is always to evaluate, what am I feeling right now? What is it calling for me to understand? What is it calling for me to know? And I always go to the feelings because the thoughts are just on autopilot. But I can feel a feeling in my gut like doom, like anxiety or worry. 
And the purpose, again, is for you to integrate or detach the ego. Because the ego is always the one that's in control until you come become conscious of it, until you can see how it is controlling you. Always. And instead of focusing on what's happening out there, focus on what's happening in here. Because this is how we make the shift, is we pay attention to what your heart is telling you. And the more you let go of what everyone else thinks about you, whatever, whatever everybody else is doing, and focus on what's happening on your inside, on your internal experience, in this moment, every moment, and question it. You know? Why do I feel like I need to do this? Is this to gain some kind of external something? And be honest with yourself. You'll start to see how the ego is trying to trick you or manipulate you or get you to stay stuck in this, on this hamster wheel. You don't have to be, you don't have to be conditioned. You don't have to live life the way that it looks like everyone else is living life. You get to live it the way you want to live it. But you got to adjust the beliefs that you have. Because they're the ones that's controlling your behavior and your thoughts and your emotions. And a lot of this, like I say, is unconscious. But it, it just takes a different perspective. And... Also, I <clears throat> I am working with clients right now to help them shift that perspective. Um, I just did a um, an inner child session with one of my clients, and 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 it it didn't make her suffer. And I want that to be clear. Inner child work doesn't mean that you have to suffer in the moment. It's like being a parent and seeing your child cry. You, you you observe your inner child that way. Instead, like when you're a parent to a child, you don't get down there and start crying with her. You just observe what she's feeling so that you can figure out what she needs, right? And it's the same thing. That's kind of how I take you through inner child work. So, And we release beliefs about unworthiness and not good enoughness, um, which most of us seem to be carrying, she didn't get re-traumatized. She didn't have more suffering. She was able to go back, look at that, and, and really change the perspective that she had about it. And once you change the perspective, it's gone. It's never going to control her again. It's not going to. So if you guys want help with that, you can book. I'll have the link in the description. Um, or if you just need mentorship, I'm here for you. I do have a few... Um, I'm starting to charge for my services, but I always will have a few spots available for donation only if people are interested in that. Um, if you don't feel like you have enough money but you really need support, you can book with one of those spots too. Um, yeah.
I hope that was helpful. I trust that it was. I trust that it was exactly what somebody needed to hear. Um, thanks for joining me. That is the Higher Self Connection. And I will be back live again on Tuesday. And I hope you come join me. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much for connecting with me today. If you'd like to purchase a copy of the book, Higher Self Connection, A Path to Self-Realization, please check out the description for the links. And you'll also find ways to work with me there as well through my website, stephaniezumwalt.com. Have a beautiful day.